Temptation is a part of life. We are human and will face all kinds of temptations throughout each of our lives. And temptation come in all forms, from saying something unkind to torture to murder and everything in between. There are a few things we need to remember when we are either facing temptation or in the middle of being tempted. First, let's look at today's verses out of the book of James, chapter 1, verses 12 through 18. Blessed is anyone who endures temptation. Such a one has stood the test of time, has stood the test, and will receive the crown of life that the Lord has promised to those who love him. No one, when tempted, should say, I am being tempted by God. For God cannot be tempted by evil, and he himself tempts no one. But one is tempted by one's own desire being lured and enticed by it. Then, when that desire has been conceived, it gives birth to sin, and that sin, when fully grown, gives birth to death. Do not be deceived, my beloved. Every generous act of giving with every perfect gift is from above, coming down from the Father of lights, with whom there is no variation or shadow due to change. In fulfillment of his own purpose, he gave us birth by the word of truth, so that we would become a kind of first fruits of his creatures. We just read at the beginning that we are blessed when we are enduring temptations. Blessed? Have you ever felt blessed when you've been tempted? I sure haven't. But what is the verse really saying? It's not saying we are blessed when we are tempted, but when we endure those temptations we face. We are blessed when we endure. What is meant by enduring temptation? We endure when we stand fast against whatever we are being tempted by, not giving in to the temptation and emerging from the other side of that trial or temptation victorious in the fact that we did not give in. We did not say something mean in anger, didn't lash out and cause harm, and instead responded with gentleness, kindness, and love. This does not mean we're a doormat and let people walk all over us. Jesus drove money changers out of the temple with a whip. I don't in any way suggest that we do the same, but I am saying that we can respond firmly yet kindly with love. And when we react and respond to temptation just like Jesus did, we are blessed. If we do fall into the temptation, we can expect it to get worse each time we give in, gradually ruining our lives. Eventually, if we don't cry out to God to help us escape the trap of temptation, we will not only have grief and ruin, but death. But we don't have to let temptations rule us and lead us down the path of ruin and death. With God's help, we can endure the temptations, emerge victorious, and receive the crown of life. We become more godly each time we are victorious, and at the end of life, we spend eternity with God. And it's our own desire that's tempting us, not God. Our human desires cause us to go against the commands and wishes of our Lord. It's been this way from the beginning, and it will be this way until Jesus returns to bring heaven to earth. Our sinful desires whisper in our ear, to, uh, tempting us to do things we know, not, we know are not pleasing to God. And sin is the absence of good. So... If it's our desires tempting us, and sin is the absence of good, and we know God is all good, that leaves one conclusion. God does not tempt anyone. Verse 16 states, do not be deceived. Some translators will group that verse with the verses about temptations coming from our own natures and desires, and other translations will put it with verse 17. 
And that verse talks about where good gifts come from. The original letters in the first century Greek did not have the paragraph breaks or headings that we have in our Bibles now. Those are put there by the translators. The original letters were one big letter with no paragraphs and no real spacing between words. So verse 16, do not be deceived, can either be applied to the verses about temptation and how it grows and gives birth to death, or the following verses that talk about where good, good gifts come from. I believe James did this, so we read it for both. We need not be deceived about the truth of temptations, and we don't need to be wrong about where the good gifts are from. James says that every generous gift, every perfect gift, comes from above, from God. We may receive nice gifts from people, work, or some other organization, but the gifts that not only bring joy, but have no strings attached, are really from God. And God most often works through people to achieve His goals. Good gifts not only bring happiness and joy, but will also, at times, somehow build us up or improve our life somehow. Gifts from God do not have any downside to them, no strings attached. We may not recognize this at first, thinking the gifts and the change the life it brings is not a good thing. We don't like change. But if the change is for the better, then it's from God. All other gifts, those that bring grief or heartache, are from the enemy of God. While I do not believe Satan himself will be tempting us and giving us tainted gifts, I do believe that we can, at times, be manipulated or oppressed or influenced by his agents. And these agents need not be demons. People, when they give in to a temptation and cause you grief, or somehow sullies the, the gift or the moment of the gift is given, can be influenced by sinful desires or, those, or other tools of Satan. Pay no attention to those people and focus on those who are happy for you and support you. God wants what is best for us, and his gifts are always good. So what do we take away from today's message? Endure temptations and trials with the grace of God, persevering not to give in to sin. By doing so, you not only grow in your relationship with God, you become more and more able to support others who face temptations and trials, helping them to endure and persevere, and in the end, you gain a crown of life, spending eternity with God in heaven. Remember that you're not being tempted by God because God never tempts anyone to sin. And if you get any good gift, no matter where it may be from, earthly speaking, it is really a gift from God, only delivered through another agency, people, institutions, etc. But remember, your ability to endure and persevere resulting in a crown of life is a result of accepting Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Believe that his death on the cross overcame sin and death and that all who follow Christ are children of God. It is your relationship with Jesus and his strength that gives you the ability to resist temptations and endure the trials successfully. Cry out to Jesus today. Accept his free gift of eternal salvation and enjoy it and join God's family.